1: Aloha. All right, it's okay. Sweet. All right. Can you Uh, we're doing
0: uh, boys oh, read the Bible, and you are one of the guests. I it's only really an hour and thirty, so it's an hour and
3: thirty from like, when you get home. That might be. Yeah, I was worried that might be the case. Okay. Yeah, it's just an hour. It's an hour and thirty, right, Luke? Yeah, if, if that. It, it's, hour and thirty, that's like as if long that. As it's gonna be. All right. All right. Sounds good. All right. Twenty minutes.
2: What was with that uh like changing your tone when you said i love you it went kind of lower
3: yeah it's because uh you know i you
2: don't actually love you don't me. actually yeah, love her
3: that's you know
2: it's should we bring that up later the end like any
0: any final thoughts Be like <laughs> yeah lee Lee doesn't uh, love jackie
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well that's all the time just we got if we could us. just <laughs> oh
0: shit is that recording can you go back and
2: no, 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 it's okay. No, it's, it's okay. This I'll, I'll edit it out. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. We're going to probably so, leave that okay. one in. Cliff, okay. Cliff, okay. You know. No, it's good character development. Really Great good. character we have, development. We have no drama. <laughs> we, we don't have enough drama on the show. Yeah, because That's honestly... True.
1: We do need
4: more
2: drama. <laughs> one final been... thing I'd
0: like to say, I have a gun. Good... <laughs>
2: <laughs> Welcome, viewers, to yet another ep- new episode of The Boys Read the Bible. Today, we have an array of characters. Myself, Alex, uh, I'm reading... The King James version of the Bible. Uh,
1: My name is Noah. I'm reading that new international version, otherwise known as the NIV.
0: Uh, Your boy Nick with the message.
3: Uh, And Lee with the holy Bible. Just kidding, it's the North American Standard. Uh, And I've got the NIV uh, as as per usual, When he says
2: I, uh, that I meant Luke.
3: Yeah, my name is
2: actually spelled with
3: a silent I.
2: Interesting, and we are going to have a special guest, uh, Jackie, joining us to likely read a uh, the New American Standard.
3: Whatever's left. <laughs> the yes. Yes. <whole>
2: <laughs> but it's great to have you here again. And Luke's gonna explain a little bit about what we're gonna do today.
3: Yeah, so we're going to fly through a bunch, or at least try to. Uh, we're going through chapter 12 all the way to probably 16 or 17. Depends on how far we get. But the reason we're doing so much is it's the Abrahamic Covenant. Um, so we're just going to follow Father Abraham all the way through the Middle East uh, and all of God's empty promises and less empty promises that he makes along the way. How many Bible years are we covering? Uh, 86. What is Actually, that, human years? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Did you not expect an answer? I expected an answer, I just didn't expect they it that quick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, so uh, beginning of chapter 12. And we'll probably be skipping some sections that are less important. There's some boring shit that happens. And so. if,
2: if this is your favorite part of the Bible, uh, let's keep in mind that Luke is the one that picked what was boring and what was not. So That's take true. out your frustrations in the... Oh, wait, there's no comment section. That's so good right. luck you with have that. Your <laughs>
1: voice. So just sit there and listen.
2: Well, Alex, you want to start? Yeah, I'll take us away. All
1: right, let's do it.
2: All right. Now the Lord had said unto Abram... And the Lord had spoken unto him, and Lot went with him. And Abram was seventy and five years old when he departed out of Haran. And Abram took Sarai, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son, and all their substance that they had gathered, and the souls that that they had gotten in Haran, and they went forth to go into the land of Canaan. And into the land of Canaan they came. All right, that's where we're going to stop for that section.
1: There's a very heavily used part of the verse. I think Luke probably picked up on it, too. What? Um, bless those who uh, bless me. Oh, yeah. And Abraham, I'll, I'll curse those. Yeah. That one is a very heavily used piece of, uh, of literature.
3: Yeah. So, yeah, uh, that's the beginning of the Abrahamic Covenant. That's kind of the first section of a lot of big promises, and it's the broad strokes God makes. But yeah, it is definitely the most quoted one, uh, mainly because it has no... um, Abraham doesn't have to do anything for it. Exactly. He clearly just makes promises and never says, and in return you need to do this. Good stuff
0: will happen. Good stuff.
3: I'm just going to do this for you. Instead Um, of...
0: yeah, let's go You'll over translation great. stuff. Mine says, I'll make you famous. Ooh. Yeah, a little showbiz from God.
1: <laughs> nice. We're going to make a record.
3: <laughs> and, and Abraham released his first record.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it
0: was a hit.
2: So, so it appears that God seems to really like Abram. He does. Right, right off the bat, unlike most of his relationships that we've, he's had so far. Yeah, he kind of just picks a favorite. It's. Is there any reason that you know the historians have dredged up?
3: Honestly, that's a good question that I haven't really considered when I was doing research. You met him. That's a good one.
1: Yeah. At least with Noah, they gave like a three-word explanation of like he was a holy man. Everyone else wasn't. That's a good point. Yeah. At least with Noah, they gave like half a sentence explanation of like at least there's a reason outside of like a oh you're just the chosen people because I say so. Uh, there was a designated reason for it. So, yeah, no, I feel you there.
3: That's a good point. Yeah, he does not say why Abraham is good. He just picks yeah, him. he's a guy. It, it, it's kind of hilarious that he just picks this guy. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. yeah, right. yeah <laughs> desert, just I there, and right. I'm just like, why not? I'm just so yeah, funny. there's
3: not really a reason. God could have had a gut feeling. Yeah. Well, and it is also, we we did discuss it uh, God in... God have gut feelings.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you don't think God has a gut?
1: If he does. It certainly he certainly doesn't feel
0: nah, man, he's trim. He's trim. He's Dang, trim. Don't gut. God gets the gym. Like God he's is lean. Lean, is... mean, holy machine. God's cut as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Washboard? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, I think the only answer I could give you, Noah, is that uh, Abraham is a descendant of Aphraxid, the guy who's a descendant of Shem, who is one of the good ones that doesn't see Noah naked.
1: Completely heretic. Yeah. He's still pure. Yeah.
3: He doesn't he didn't see Noah with his junk out. <laughs> but then that doesn't explain why God doesn't pick a descendant of Japhet.
1: So I guess Noah's junk so. is like one of the most... Unholy, unsacrifices, to where it's like if you even glanced upon it, your entire bloodline is nothing but poison. It's
3: <laughs> like it's like the head of a snake peeking out of a bush.
1: It's just, it's, it's, there are few there's like, there's like, that are worse than that. There's like
3: leaves. Things. I <laughs> feel bad because Ew. stuck in there. was just trying to
1: drink some swill and, and fucking you know beat his monkey. You know, He's just, like he survived. Oh he survived 40 days on a boat with his family. Can you imagine that, people at home? And all he wanted to do was just spend some time alone, drunk as hell in a tent, and then his stupid son had to come and interrupt him. I I kinda feel for the guy. Anywho. Seems
3: a so, bit harsh, but the only two other harsh, notes I have for this section is um, like <laughs> Abraham goes from uh he sets out towards Haran uh and then he goes from Haran to Canaan. Uh and just as an idea of like the distance we're working there, like so you have a map in your head uh, Tara in the previous chapter in uh, I got it Genesis eleven thirty one it he goes from Ur to Haran Ur is just north of the Persian Gulf um, so they travel all the way up the Euphrates to Haran which is kind of at the top of the Euphrates uh, in between like uh, the Mediterranean coast to the east and then the Tigris River basically it's like right in between up there so they go from all the way at the bottom all the way to the top of the Middle East, and then they come all the way back down to modern-day Israel. Do you have a figure in miles? I do. Do you? Can I? Yeah. I'm I'm actually asking. Uh, So the first trip all the way up the Euphrates is 5,000 miles, and this is a 76-year-old dude. Uh, And then the second trip is nearly 8,000 miles. Okay, but 76 back
2: then was like... You know,
3: youth. Yeah, you were, like, yeah, just man. getting started. Yeah. yeah. You had your first job at McDonald's.
0: This is, this is, the, first, this <laughs> is the first 20%. Yeah. I mean, even these days, I see some 70-year-olds on tramway. Shoot, They yeah. could probably make it in a day. <laughs> yeah. On those walking sticks.
4: On those scooters. Yeah. <laughs>
2: and so the land of Canaan would be, like, descending into Africa?
3: Yeah, it's, like, uh, the southern Mediterranean coast. So, like, Libya, Egypt, uh, and then also modern-day Israel. So, like, okay. Palestine. Okay, yeah, I don't whoa. want to. Uh... Whoa, now, whoa. <laughs> <Yes>. whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> we don't have to worry
1: about sponsors on this show. No, 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 Palestine. He said the word over there, Luke. He said yeah, it first. Yeah, I have the map out here, I'm so you can see what's time. going on Palestine,
2: here. Palestine, Palestine, Palestine. It's interesting that I mean, I don't want to be like too spoily, but uh, don't don't some of the peop- these people have issues in uh, in Is Egypt? Uh, they do. Do you think God knew this?
3: Well, we're About to find out how much God knows. (laughs) So, uh, moving on to uh,
2: chapter thirteen already. Oh wait, are we not gonna? Are we not gonna read ten through? uh... Oh shit! Yeah, we're actually gonna go to twelve ten. Luke's gonna take us away. Yeah,
1: take us away, Luke.
3: Now there was a famine in the land, and Abraham went down to Egypt to live there for a while because the famine was severe. And he was about to enter Egypt. He said to his wife Sarai, "I know what a beautiful woman you are." When the Egyptians see you, they will say, this is his wife. Then they will kill me, but they will let you live. Say you are my sister, so that I will be treated well for your sake and for my life will be spared because of you. When Abram went to Egypt, the Egyptians saw that she was a very beautiful woman. And, then, and when Pharaoh's officials saw her, they praised her to Pharaoh, and she was taken into his palace. He treated Abram well for her sake, and Abram acquired sheep, cattle, male and female donkeys, men servants and maid servants, and camels. But the Lord inflicted serious diseases on Pharaoh and his household because of Abram's wife Sarai. So Pharaoh summoned Abram. Why have you done this to me? He said. Why did you tell me she was your wife? Why did you say she is my sister, so that I took her to be my wife? Now, now then, here is your wife. Take her and go. Then Pharaoh gave orders about Abraham to his men, and they sent them away with his wife and
2: everything he had. So Abram, before he went into Egypt, he knew what was going to happen. They aren't going to like him if he was his her husband. Yeah. And so they go inside, acting like brother and sister, and then the Pharaoh takes his wife.
3: Yeah. And then when Pharaoh finds out that it's his wife, he's like, dude, why did you lie to me? Take
2: her back. Get out of here.
1: We seem to have switched car keys. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <Yes>.
2: <laughs> it, it, seem, it seems like Abram, like, it's it just blind faith, I guess. It, it's a weird story. To me,
3: it's weird because there's no lesson to be learned. Abram lies. God didn't tell him to. And then the outcome is Pharaoh's like, bro, why'd you lie to me? I'm not going to kill you. Just take your wife back. <laughs> I guess the only lesson would be, like, <laughs> don't lie. Keep it 100. Yeah. It's a weird story. It, also, this this, gets, mean, he this gets, gets away
0: with it, though, pretty much. They don't kill yeah, him, and he but... gets a bunch of stuff. Yeah, and he gets really, shit. It works <laughs> out really well It's really <laughs> a Greek
2: tragedy, y'all, honey. <laughs> like, it's really a great... the, the other thing in this that, I mean, it just brings up more, like, inconsistencies or, like, areas where we don't get all the information... Like, I thought Noah was, like, the sole survivor of, like, a world cataclysm. Same, though. And it's all of his children that are existing, but then they go into a land that, I mean, for back then, of course, it's a pretty fair distance, but they go into a different land that's still on the earth. And has people. And there's, like, a pharaoh, there's, you know... Civilization. People that the pharaoh is ruling over. Comes back to where, like, where where are these people coming from?
1: Where are these women
2: and and children coming from? (laughs) I mean, maybe it was a great flood, flood but not, like, the greatest but not flood. not, like, like, the great flood, yeah. They can swim.
1: Hey, we never take that into account. Yeah, Egyptians can swim. They had pools, I think, if I'm not mistaken.
3: Well, yeah, so, uh, pointless story that's kind of fun. Lot pimps it, or not Lot, uh, Abram pimps his wife, and then, like, nothing comes of it. He just kind of wins. Um, Hooray! And... Uh, it is well, a little. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like a husband being like, babe,
0: just get an OnlyFans.
1: I swear, it yeah. so much money, please. <laughs> the
3: household needs the income. Yeah.
1: <laughs> also, I guess seems per- like a very undeserved victory, but good on him. Yeah. Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps
2: there was good. perhaps there was some some difference with. I guess, like maybe a pharaoh's perception of sleeping with a woman who's married, that he was kind of.
3: Get this you know, broad out. He's got hoes for days anyway. Yeah, know? No, he's like, I, "Is this your wife, bro? Like, I got, it, I got a lineup going on here, man. I don't need to sleep like, with your wife. Look, like, man, I you know, need I you know, to wreck take your home." Back, dude. <laughs> yeah, the only scholarly explanation for this is that it's possibly a proto-Moses story. Uh, what happens in the, uh, in the Old Testament a couple times is there's a lot of mirrored imagery of like a thing happens on a small scale and then it happens again on a bigger scale. So it's a Jew, uh, the God chosen people showing up in Egypt, being taken by the Pharaoh the Pharaoh is cursed and then the Pharaoh sends the chosen people back out of Egypt which is the same story as Moses' story, it's just only two people this time that's really the only explanation as to what's going on here is it's meant to be
0: like a literary device Probably these Egyptians are getting screwed over yeah, man, left and right by God <laughs> like, uh, and, <laughs>
3: God didn't like the ancient technologies of the pyramid. He knew what they were up to. Yeah. He, Electromagnetism. <laughs> he tried
4: yeah. to stop them.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Alright. 13.1 And Abram went up out of Egypt. He and his wife and all that he had. And Lot with him into the south. And then 2 through 6 is kind of just talking about uh, how wealthy he, he is. Um. Yeah he was balling <laughs>
1: Pimping flies. as a sheep Mine literally says flies. that he was
0: loaded <laughs> It says he was loaded with cattle Nice
1: Mine
2: said uh, Ruby's
1: rolled off his forehead like
2: sweat <laughs> <laughs> And then we'll pick up at six to I guess sum up kind of that situation And the land was not able to bear them That they may, might dwell together for their substance was great, so that they could not dwell together.
4: <laughs>
2: they had so much stuff, they couldn't live in the same area. <laughs> this might be the first example of mo' money, more problems. Mo'
4: money, more time, baby. Mo' money, mo.
1: They just couldn't handle his kind of wealth. We had to get wealth. <laughs> Babe, I think we need a
3: second
0: house. Yes. <laughs> we got so much shit. <laughs> Big pimp and spinach cheese. But I know we just got that new cattle, but the, this year's model's out.
2: So much more beef, let me tell you. <laughs> All right, and uh, and there was a strife between the herdsmen of Abram's cattle and the herdmen of Lot's cattle, and the Canaanite and the Perizzite dwelled then in the land. And Abram said unto Lot, Let there be no strife, I pray thee, between me and thee. And between my herdmen and thy herdmen, for we be brethren. Is not the whole land before thee? Separate thyself, I pray thee, from me. If thou wilt take the left hand, then I will go to the right, or if thou depart to the right hand, then I will go to the left. And Lot lifted up his eyes and beheld all the plain of Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere. Before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, even as the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as thou comest unto Zoar. Then Lot chose him all the plain of Jordan, and Lot journeyed east, and they separated themselves the one from the other. Abram dwelled in the land of Canaan, and Lot dwelled in the cities of the plain, and pitched his tent towards Sodom. But the men of Sodom were wicked, and sinners before the Lord exceedingly.
1: Does any of that make sense? Uh, low-key, it sort of sounds like self-made fan fiction. Like a lot of parts of the Bible where it's like, yeah, uh, super rich, yada yada. Uh, one guy had this portion of land, one guy had this portion of land. One guy had a city in his land that was, oh, there's some bad apples. But um, the other one was good.
2: It, it Yeah, it so- it sounds like... You know, Abram went to his—is it his nephew? I think so. Um, yeah, his nephew yeah. lot, and he was like, "All right, we have nephew a lot. Brother. We have a lot of land. We all have a lot of stuff. Our people aren't getting along. Let's just separate. You go over there. I stay over here." Yeah. Let's let let's do well for each other by ourselves. That's basically what happens.
3: Yeah, so is they agree yeah. that they have so much shit, they need to take up more land. Yeah. Uh, let's split up, divide and conquer. Mine um,
0: specifies that when they left Egypt, they went back to Negev.
3: Yeah, so Negev is the area between the West Bank and the Jordan. For, like, a modern understanding of where that is, it's incredibly infertile. It's a desert. Um, So, yeah, Negev is where they start, and then Lot and Abram kind of just decide, like, you go one way, I'll go the other. So if you're looking at a map, Abram goes left, Lot goes the other way. And Lot settles a little bit under the Dead Sea. Um, Sodom is right under the Dead Sea. Um, so both of them, Lot ends up with like some shitty land. Abram kind of ends up with like okay land, but that's, that's where they are now. They're directly underneath modern day Israel. Do you think Abram told, was that, was that the Pharaoh's land as well? It's kind of like, it's hard to say whether or not there was someone in charge of that land at the time, because like there were so many people living on top of each other
2: okay I guess I guess it said that he went out of Egypt um so maybe it was like on the border of it was his close course.
3: yeah yeah
2: but that's basically what happens there and the only reason
3: we read it is because it tells us where these people are right now for later events
2: but yeah and there's some foreshadowing I mean not really foreshadowing they it's kind of a spoiler before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I yeah. thought mine was going to be the only one that said that. And then, like, a line later, yours said that, too. And
2: I thought, wow, let it give it away. <laughs> I mean, for literature, I mean, it'd be, it'd be a way to keep people reading this. If they're like, oh, all the begats kind of slowed me down. I don't know. Oh. There's
3: going to be city destruction? I got
2: stick ah, around yeah,
4: to yeah. That. I'll hang around. keep reading. Yes. <laughs> Also,
2: uh, we should welcome uh, Jackie to the to the to the reading. Yeah, Jackie's home. Big Jack, Big Jack. She's I'm
3: microwaving my dinner. She's uh, going to be joining us in eating. She's microwaving her dinner.
4: Yep.
3: Very nice. <laughs> hey, none to Mike. Come <laughs> on. Not that kind of channel. All right, so uh, chapter fourteen. We're we're flying. Um, so. Chapter 14, we're only going to read a small portion of, but uh, this describes a big-ass war that happens. This is, I'm, as far as I know, the only place it is written down in history, so it's really debatable as to whether or not this shit happened. Um, it, there, there's no corroborating sources on this, but essentially what happens is it's called The War of Nine Kings. Um, That's too many kings. Yeah. I'm just go ahead and it's say a lot of kings like involved.
2: Three. Um... It's bad when there's like two kings
3: involved. Right. <laughs> That's already enough. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need more kings. I mean, two kings is all it takes. That so Some, some <laughs> <we> shit. <should laughs> nine. One is king, Some radicals would say one is yeah, too
0: many. <laughs>
3: uh, yeah, it's called the War of Nine Kings. It's also sometimes called uh, the Battle of Sedim, uh, which is the word that comes up a lot in this. Essentially, what happens here is there is one guy named uh, Kendrick Lamar, and he is the king of Alam. Who, Kendrick Lamar? Kendrick Lamar is the king <laughs> of, of uh, Kendrick
4: Lamar is
3: the king of Alam. Uh, okay, Alam yeah. is directly above the Persian Gulf. Okay, he has successfully conquered all of Mesopotamia. He's united it all,
1: dude. Compton and Mesopotamia. Yes, boy is killing it.
4: Boy (laughs) is
3: killing it. And so Kendrick Lamar conquers all of this, and he starts coming down the Jordan to conquer um, like Sodom, Gomorrah, those cities where our heroes are right now, Uh, and they don't like it. So three kings down there unite and then go north to fight them. So they've gone from the south up the. up the uh, uh, Euphrates River they're coming back down now once they've made it to like modern day Turkey and they're invading uh, Israel land
5: Um, is that what the songs are about?
3: That's what all the songs are about. Damn. Kendrick Lamar's To Pimp a Butterfly
1: album is actually about
3: this. Wow. I
1: mean, didn't you see him wear the little hat in the music video? <laughs> the
0: little hat. <laughs> says it all.
2: <laughs> yeah. For any Kendrick Lamar fans, we, we know that's not what the album's about.
5: <laughs> Shut up, Alex. <laughs> it's so definitely yeah. what the album's about. The,
3: ba- the, the final battle takes place in the Valley of Sedim, which is right under the Dead Sea. Uh, if that gives you guys an idea of where this happens. Uh, so the Nine Kings meet there. Uh, the good guy kings at the time, Sodom and Gomorrah kings, they courts, lose, I I they retreat, and then Abram shows up with like 300 men, wins the war against all of Mesopotamia, kicks them out, and then he saves his friend Lot. Lot has lost most of his shit uh, because they've already pillaged Sodom, and that's yeah, where Lot was hanging he, out.
2: He was in the, in the east, so yeah. he probably got hit pretty hard. He got hit. Who's yeah. they? Who's? What do you mean that? They they who? Who's... Oh, the the invaders. Yes. Uh, yeah. Kendrick
3: Lamar.
1: Oh damn. Yeah. How do you actually Thanks. pronounce his name? Uh, uh, it's. Kedar Lamar. Kedar. Kedar Lamar. Kedar
3: Lamar. Lama. Lama?
1: Kedar Lamar. Okay. Know. You said it really fast, and I'm like, oh, Kendrick Lamar. I get that they're the bad guy,
2: but, I mean, if he's uniting the Middle East, that. Amen. Yeah. He's Some not of us might say that's a good bad. guy. <laughs> yeah.
1: A peace in the Middle East? Uh,
3: I mean, I'm down. But yeah, that's basically what happens there. Abram comes in with a last minute charge, saves his nephew Lot, and gets his shit back. Um,
2: win, win, win.
3: Yeah. Uh, Sodom and it, is pillaged.
2: And, he, and he slaughtered Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar. He slaughters Kendrick Lamar.
5: You know I know nothing of the Bible, correct?
3: We're going to get to how much you know about the Bible as soon as we close out this cha- boring chapter. That's, worry, a- that's
2: actually what this
3: podcast is for. Yeah. You've missed a lot of setup to get to this. Oh, okay. It's like Game <laughs> of Thrones. You, it's like, oh, wow. you won't get a jumping in. It's
1: like Game of Thrones. <laughs> just wait to
0: the Dragon's called A
3: little bit more genocide. <laughs> a
1: little bit more...
0: It's like Game of Thrones,
4: but a lot of people based the
1: on <laughs> <laughs> it. Like, it's like Game of Thrones, but with like
2: a lot more taboo.
3: Yeah, so that's what happens in this war. That's all we need to talk about. Just so you guys know what happens here. It's right. a, It describes it really poorly, but that's what's going on.
2: Okay, did you not want to do 18 through 24?
3: Yeah, let's hit that. Go okay. for it. I You're up. Oh, it's me? You got okay. this. Then Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was priest of the God Most High, and he blessed Abram, saying, Blessed be Abraham by God Most High, creator of heaven and earth, and blessed be God Most High who delivered your enemies into your hand. Then Abram gave him a tenth of everything. The king of Sodom said to Abraham, Give me the people and keep the goods for yourself. But Abram said to the king of Sodom, I have raised my hand to the Lord. God Most High, creator of heavens and earth, and have taken an oath, that I will accept nothing belonging to you, not even a thread or a thong of a sandal, so that you will never be able to say, I made Abram rich. I will accept nothing but what my men have eaten and the share that belongs to the men who went with me to Anir, Ashol, and Mamre. Let them have their share."
1: Not even the thong
2: of a sand. Not even the thong. <laughs> yeah, mine. Mine said shoelatch. I like thong. The shoelatch. Mine says
1: thong too. Mine said shoestring. Shoestring. Nah, I like the graphic they new. We're
3: wearing sneakers. I like, this whole yeah. thing. I, I like. I like the graphic
1: NIV.
2: The thong. The <laughs> <laughs> <Kendrick> thong. Lamar <laughs> edition. Some, yeah, I think <laughs> for places outside of the U.S. thong can mean. Uh,
1: Flip fly. It it can, but for us in the U.S., this is fucking funny. (laughs) 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 So, uh, big ups to the U.S.A. are those who are laughing at this, and for everyone who don't get it, well, I'm sure y'all got ass and dick jokes wherever you're from. All nations have good humor. Alright, back to the Bible, y'all. Anyways,
3: (laughs) so, uh... Yeah, we just picked that section because it kind of, like, closes out what's going on here.
2: Uh, you know, there's some fighting. I guess yeah. we didn't read much of the fighting, but Luke gave a great summary. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, Kendrick Lamar invades the, in the West. I feel like this would make a
2: great movie. And uh, Honestly, I can yeah. see it. Yeah, don't flame us for not knowing the movie that's already been made about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we're moving on to chapter 15. Well, yeah, the only notable part about that is
3: this... Um, Melchizedek guy happens to also be into Yahweh, which is a little weird because at right now Abraham is the only guy who's into Yahweh. He's uh, saw Abram at this point. Abram, sorry. So it's a little weird that Melchizedek is like, "Oh, you like Abraham or you like Yahweh?" And Abraham's like, "Yeah, I, I do like the God Most High." What? It makes little to no sense because <laughs> there's no way this king knows about the same God. So it kind of implies there's some. A lot of people might okay. know about Yahweh. Yahweh has
1: many special favorite little people. Yeah,
3: he's he's got a couple of competitors for CEO.
2: We <laughs> <laughs> don't I, know, yeah. Luke and I were talking about it earlier, and it it sounds like maybe Melchizedek had heard about what happened in Babylon, um, with you know the tower getting knocked down, the people or not getting knocked down, the people losing the language that they all spoke together, and maybe he was like, you know what? I like this God too. I don't want this to happen. I also hate towers (laughs) and unified
4: communications.
3: (laughs) Another notable thing here is that uh, Abram goes on a fucking rant about how he will not take things from Sodom. Uh, And as we know from the parenthetical in the previous section, (laughs) God also does not like Sodom. Uh, So, how did Abram know? That's not what Mary Magdalene said. There's there's suspected some editing going on here because it pretty specifically says then Abram gave him a tenth of everything, which is exactly what a tithe is. Yeah, I was about to I was about to say and it's that to a yeah. priest. So and, and fun My, fact, yeah, says
2: tithe.
1: Oh, it does yeah. at the very least in the uh, Mormon book it used to be the well not the Mormon book but even a lot of interpretations a lot of interpretations used to be ten percent of your excess used to be. It later got translated into 10% of your earnings. Yeah, uh, that That's a pretty big little translational serious. thing that they slipped in, uh, which is pretty big deal. Um,
0: yeah, Honestly, yeah. kind of melodramatic of him to come in and save the day. And everybody says, thank you. And he they say, take this. He goes, no, no, it's fine. It's, nah, it's nah. fine. <laughs> really I just just, I'll do it on prizes. my own. <laughs> <laughs> He said, no, no, let us pay you. Like, you help? No, 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 no. No. I no. can't. I can't. It, it seems a
3: little excessive, and it seems really convenient based off of the events that happened later.
2: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's almost like Abram was aware of that little, like, pretext where it's like, okay, these these cities are going to get destroyed by the Lord. Yes. Yeah. He's like, okay, yeah, I can see what's coming. I don't need anything from you guys. Yeah, so. Is uh, Abram
0: insider trading <laughs> with chapter, God?
4: Chapter 15.
0: He After just God dumped just, his Sodom stocks. I no Sodom.
3: So at the end of that chapter, Jackie's here. Um, no, okay, <laughs> no,
0: no, Jackie, get out. No, <laughs> no, <Just> no,
3: no, no. <laughs> um, Jackie. Yeah. What do you know about the Bible?
5: Absolutely fucking nothing.
4: Nothing. uh, Do
3: you want
5: my backstory on religion? Yeah, Yeah. do it.
3: That's what we want.
5: Uh, Well, I was baptized Catholic when I was like 11.
3: And how did that feel?
5: Um, Well, it was my choice. Uh, But
3: you didn't know what the Bible was.
5: No. (laughs) So my mom raised my brother and I to be really any religion that we wanted to be. And we could choose, but it wasn't like a big deal if we didn't choose one. Because my dad's side of the family has switched so many times to many different religions. And my mom's side of the family has been strictly Catholic. But not like strictly Catholic, as in like hardcore Catholic Strict values. Catholic.
3: Just strictly Catholic. <laughs> so, what do you think about the Bible? I if you know was, nothing about it, what do you think?
5: I think it's very dumb. Um,
3: wow, Ooh. you don't think it's a good read?
5: I'm sorry, Cook. <laughs> uh, I don't. I think there are too many people out there that base their life choices off of a book.
2: So you don't like self help either? Because there's some solid there's some solid self help books out there. Yeah, man. Wish it wanted. Can you need one? Psycho cybernetics. Bye. The author of Cy- Psycho-Cybernetics. Good save. Yes. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: well, let's dive into some sexism. <laughs>
4: now, now you're gonna love here. it now. <laughs> Damn,
2: Luke, you're really starting okay. to nail these transitions. Uh, Is that the real reason why I was
5: brought on?
3: No. Okay. no. It was just because Lee signed you up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> The <laughs> and, sexism is actually chapter 16. We got to hit chapter 15 first. And, okay. and because sorry. it's like that? Yeah,
2: sorry. Yeah. Because because we're a feminist podcast, we do need more women on the podcast. Yeah. Um, you're fitting you're fitting a, a role. You're a quota. Um, and you're doing it excellently.
5: <laughs> I also don't have many feminist values either. My thoughts on feminism. Just are... fake it. Okay.
2: After these oh, I... things, the word of the Lord came unto Abram in a vision saying, Fear not, Abram, I am thy shield, and thy exceeding great reward. And Abram said, Lord God, what wilt thou give me? Seeing I go childless, and the steward of my house is this Eliezer of Damascus. And Abram said, Behold, to me thou hast given no seed, and lo, one born in my house is mine heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, This shall not be thine heir, but he that shall come forth out of thine own bowels shall be thine heir. And he brought him forth abroad and said, Look now toward heaven and tell tell the stars. If thou be able to number them, and he said unto him, So shall thy seed be. And he believed in the Lord. And he counted it to him for righteousness. And he said unto him, I am the Lord that brought thee out of Ur of the Chaldees and give thee this land to inherit. And he said, Lord God, whereby shall I know that I shall inherit it? And he said unto him, Take me an an, an heifer, heifer? Heifer. heifer of three years old, and a she-goat of three years old, and a ram of three years old, and a turtle-dove, and a young pigeon. And he took unto him all these, and divided them in the midst, and laid each piece of one against another. But the birds divided he not. And when the fowls came down upon the carcasses, Abram drove them away.
5: You know, that sounds oddly a lot like a Christmas carol that I know of.
2: You're right, the 12, what is it, 12 little...
0: 12 Days of Christmas? No.
2: (laughs) I don't think that's it. I can't remember what it is. 12 Days of Christmas. 12
0: Days of Christmas. Oh, yeah, that's the
1: one.
2: (laughs) If that song is in any way based around this, that's interesting because it sounds like this is a blood sacrifice.
1: I mean, it it, it sounds like that only because it is. On the twelfth day
5: of Christmas, my true Lord gave
0: to me
1: one three-year-old effort. I
0: I really think the Bible missed a great opportunity here to have, like, a cutaway of, like, Abram trying to catch these pigeons and uh, doves and just
2: failing all the time. Well, he had the power of the Lord behind him, so let's remember, in this book, that's a very powerful force.
1: I've hung out with Nick, <laughs> and Nick can say for both
2: of us, God is not present.
5: <laughs> I don't know. God gave him that beautiful pickup truck.
2: Something you may have missed in the Old Testament, God, God is not always on your side. Yeah. <laughs> God wow. can be there, but just God's not there for you. God is mean. Wow. Um, he is on some people's side. Uh, he liked Noah. Very
4: selective. S-
3: sometimes he he's Abraham. on like a group of people's side, but most of the time he's on like one or two people max.
4: Sides. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else, he says fuck them. <laughs>
1: yeah. So uh, first blood sacrifice uh, from for Yahweh. Pop to um, champagne. Yeah. What exactly did they kill? I didn't catch it.
3: Uh, a heifer. Oh, like a a, goat, a a ram, each three years old, and a dove and a young pigeon. Uh, the birds were not cut.
4: What?
2: He cut up all the other animals. He did not cut up the birds.
3: Yeah. Oh. Anyways, so first blood sacrifice. And this is the establishment of the uh, first real section of the covenant of Abraham. There's two sections. One is the covenant of circumcision, which we'll get to. And the other one is the covenant of pieces, uh,
1: which is the blood sacrifice covenant. I was just going to say, when you're reading the passage and God's talking to him about his seed multiplying as the stars. It's like, it's weird because God is giving a very interesting promise of potency. And it's fascinating to me that he's paying it back with blood. There's something very uh, interesting about that to me.
3: Old fashioned there.
1: Very old fashioned. S- slightly serious question. Is, is there like, a, other than just like
3: uh regular cherry picking, a, a reason for like Christians not being at all into
4: blood sacrifices anymore? Uh,
1: It it's a New Testament yeah, thing, yeah. Jews, Jewish like mysticism and like extreme. They don't like full on do blood stuff, but it's a little more relevant, I would say, in there, in that sect of uh, Abrahamic religion.
5: Bring back the blood sacrifices.
1: Yeah, let's let's make Christianity hardcore again. Let's make Christianity hardcore again. <laughs> yeah, y'all. if
3: they, they kill the cow every Sunday, I might go to church. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: mean, Catholics, some Catholics come pretty damn close. I mean, think about like what the wine represents and the bread represents. I mean, at the end of the day... But it's that, no
5: blood sacrifice. Yeah. Well, so that...
1: It's representative really, of... Unless so exactly.
3: I see somebody
5: drowning in holy water, I don't want to go.
3: That, what you just said is the exact reason uh, answer to Lee's question is Jesus is the fulfillment of the blood sacrifice. Yeah, the only the person that could ever give a sacrifice good enough to be permanent is God himself. So, they did him. so Jesus is a sacrifice to himself, from himself. That's how Christians justify it.
2: And so, yeah. why do Christians, I guess, consume his sacrifice? Uh,
3: because of the Passover. What got passed over? <laughs> <laughs> All those blood sacrifices. Uh, <laughs> uh, there, there's a whole thing in like Matthew, Mark, Angel, and Luke yeah. about um, like a God. Jesus makes a big speech about like this is my uh, take this wine, drink it. This is my blood. Take this bread, eat it. This is my flesh. And it's like red is him foreshadowing himself as a sacrifice because they are like his disciples as Christians consume him as the final sacrifice to seal the covenant of God. There's no more sacrifices necessary after he's given himself symbolically. Okay. So there's like that. It it was like a, a designated official cutoff time for, for animal sacrifices. Okay. To Christians.
1: Yeah.
2: Human and animal sacrifice to Christians. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but people that, I guess, would just follow the old, the Old Testament, they, they would not have no. completed th- that covenant.
3: Yeah, uh, blood sacrifice for Jews is a whole rabbit hole that we will get into when we get to <laughs> one million views, the boys do a blood sacrifice.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Anyways, first blood sacrifice, that's why Christians don't do it. Uh, there's a reason Jews don't do it, and we'll get to it. Uh, it happens cool. in this book.
1: Yes.
2: Would any of you guys try this? <laughs> blood sacrifice? This specific one. Nah. No. What is a heifer?
0: A female cow.
3: Okay. So from verse 13, Then the Lord said to him, Know for certain that your descendants will be strangers in a country not their own, and they will be enslaved and mistreated for 400 years. But I will punish the nation they serve as slaves, and afterward they will come out with great possessions. You, however, will go to your fathers in peace and be buried at a good old age. And the fourth generation, your descendants will come back here, for the sin of the Amorites has not yet reached its full measure. When the sun has set and darkness has fallen, a smoking fire pot which, uh, with a blazing torch appeared and passed between the pieces... On the day the Lord made a covenant with Abram and said, To your descendants I give you this land, from the river of Egypt to the great river the Euphrates, oh, the land of the Kenites, the Kenizzites, the Kadamites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Rephites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Girgashites, and the Jebusites.
1: This is also one of those passages that, yeah, just That's
5: so many it's been
1: used very significantly. It's pretty interesting. because so are all
5: is, of those groups of people...
1: They are.
3: Were. They're, they're groups of like language, area, and like a general descendant. Okay. A-
2: although this is really like, oh, <laughs> this is like one of the, f- this is a pretty clear like colonial exploit that, that God, is, God is saying. So are, are
3: the, from- these are groups that are n- like geographically separated too
1: yeah,
2: yeah the, let, let's say that some of them probably are up in the uh, Persian Gulf toward the top. Um, some are probably down on the like near Yemen and Oman like I modern day yeah. Here, I got a map for you.
3: It's Great. this whole area.
1: It sounds like Greater Israel. Like that's the Mediterranean. The and then Afraid
3: towards to, here uh, is the Persian Gulf.
1: Uh, pardon me, uh, Alex, you know, Meher,
3: so, so it's basically Great all the of the West. Indus River okay. Valley.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's essentially what, what this says. It's like this big old square. This is what a lot of uh, group it says, it says, political the groups the, use to define the... The pro- what, what what some people would say the proper borders of uh, modern day Israel. I'm going to get off that because that's controversial. But yeah,
4: well, no, I mean this it's, is,
1: this passage is I like used to justify that.
2: I I, I would I would it, I think it's it's not controversial to say that there are Zionists in Israel that are aiming for this. Yes, I that, don't think so.
1: Yeah, that's true. No, I mean yeah. that's why they're they they're declaring war on their neighbors 24 seven. So this
2: is one of the like historical bases and i guess very powerful text yeah i mean it's a powerful text that people are using right now um to achieve these ends
3: yeah so like what we talked about the table of nations where it's like this descendants thing here's who's who here's where they are this is where it gets genocide because yeah. god essentially says for shersies abram you're going to be a slave of the egyptians but when you get out you are allowed by my word to, to conquer all of these people so it's it's god saying to the jews or right now the israelites abram's descendants like that land is yours at whatever it takes i and it doesn't matter it who's happen. on
2: it yeah. yeah and that's pretty incredible for basically a cow a goat a ram and two birds that's
3: a sweet deal yeah you get a, a like, that's a great deal you get a genocide <laughs> badass.
1: I've heard better.
2: I was like,
0: That's all it costs.
3: It's yes, me and
1: yes, Abraham's <laughs> a chump. I mean, look at some of the other Sumerian and Canaanite gods they had. like They got some deals over there. I'll tell I you have what.
5: a possible dumb question here.
4: Okay. So all dumb that questions
5: mentioned. Are dumb. Yes. I um, <laughs> mentioned all of the Ites. Yeah. Why not Mennonites? Are they a totally separate, they're, they're a North American even, Christian thing?
1: I think okay. they're a more recent thing. Very yeah. much so, okay. like 1800s. Honestly, so. I
3: don't know where they got their name from, but they might be inspired by these ites. Okay. Uh, it was just like back then they called everyone ites. They're like, hey, we're they're men. Cool. It's biblical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's biblical. You can't, you can't be men. men. That sounds
4: stupid.
0: There's no way we can be menites. But I mean, do, do, do you have
2: any uh, modern day like interpretations for these groups of people?
3: Yeah, uh, let me get to my table of nations notes. Uh, I
2: believe some of them have gone extinct.
1: People have a way of lasting. They do, they do, but
2: people I think... People
5: have a way of lasting. We really hold on to history.
1: <laughs> oh, and,
2: and our lives, and our, our children's lives, so...
3: Um,
4: <clears throat> sand
2: people in Avatar. They're all Sand people. I think, I think I was told by possibly Nick, possibly someone else, that uh, the Sand People is like a derogatory term in Star Wars. They have an actual name. But, do I know the name? No. So we're going to go with Sand. People. They're Tusken Raiders.
0: Uh, do, yeah, Jawas count, do Jawas count as Sand People too? They they do. I mean, they live near Sand, but I think it's a different... Well, I guess it is the same planet. Sure, <laughs> I
2: don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Nick is an expert on Star Wars. Please
0: don't ask me Star Wars you, questions. You have the
3: sandwird pass. The Jawas. <laughs> <is it? Yeah. laughs> the the sand Jawas word. are the ones
0: that
5: steal things, right? Yeah, they like take.
0: To- hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, hey, whoa! 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 <laughs> that whoa. is a harmful stereotype. Anyways,
3: uh, yeah.
0: Hey, some of my best friends are. uh, Sand folk. <laughs> I do, I do. Say it, yeah. say it,
2: Nick. <laughs> I, do love love the the <laughs> I do love the name. Sand. I do love the name Gurgasheits. It, it's got a nice. I believe they invented sound. the gurkin. <laughs> like you should have seen. You should have seen me in the bathroom earlier. I had a Gurgasheit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that feels really racist. I don't okay, like it. Like no okay, like I don't like how that, that was prefaced with you should have seen me. Well, I think <laughs> I, I think a lot of it is though is. Um
1: I'm not trying to spoil nothing to nothing, but these people eventually do go through this land, and, and they do uh, kill a significant amount of these people. Um, um, and so it's not un- unfathomable to think that a lot of these empires were just kind of wiped out of existence. yeah. But through either just genocide and or getting enslaved.
3: Speaking of slavery...
1: Let's get into it, y'all. Yeah. Well, get yeah, it.
3: Uh, the next one is more about slavery, but verse 13 and 14 in this section, uh, God prophesies the Israelites' enslavement to Egypt. Uh, 400 yeah.
4: years.
3: Yeah. He says pretty
2: specifically 400 years. Uh, Which is, I mean... Not bad. A- Abram's got to have some serious <laughs> faith, though, to, like, trust in this. Like, That's a good point. 400 years of slavery. Yeah. He's like, he's essentially telling him, go to this area and be enslaved. This is what's going to happen. Oh, you're going to die. You're you're going to die. I thought Abraham was supposed to live like
0: 600 years though. He's got like a good 200 after this. He's not going to be enslaved all his life.
2: Gypsy, well, by the he, way, is a dog. God
3: does say that He's going to die before the enslavement slave happens. happens. He's yeah, not he doesn't even it.
0: become enslaved. He goes to his yeah, dad's. That's true. Yeah, he goes to he goes to his dad's house. He's a draft dodger. <laughs> 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 this guy's gonna be burning his draft card.
1: Uh, honestly, okay, I'm gonna say it from like an athe like an obnoxious atheistic point of view. Not that I would ever take it, but just for simplicity, from my own understanding, it's like this. There's this guy named Abraham, he starts hearing voices in his head, and those voices are starting to tell him, look man, I'm gonna give you lots of kids, you're gonna own the entire geographical area that you are currently aware of, um, and it just seems very, um, like a dude who stopped taking his lithium.
3: It seems kind of convenient.
1: Convenient and psychotic. Yeah. Does God ever
3: mention North America? He,
1: well, well, we're going to get to that in the Book of Mormon, book of my Mormon. friend. Book of Mormon.
0: But not in this book. <laughs> not once in this book. He mentions book. it, but he only says it in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like,
3: but, we... Out of respect for the cultures. <laughs> yes! Yeah, okay. Can we do.
2: appreciate for a moment how hard it must have been for like uh, S- Spaniards and other Europeans to push like Catholicism on... Americans. when well, that must they have been hard work. They aren't mentioned at all in the book. That's a good point. They must have had to do some heavy heavy Like Wait a minute. Heavy you editing. are
0: none of these people. No, 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 no. He just doesn't mention us. I swear. <laughs> we're supposed to be giving you this. I swear.
2: <laughs> Sorry, me and Lee are doing a door-to-door job, and I feel like that type of situation would be difficult to do.
3: Door to door Catholicism. Look, look. Be, hey man, look, if
1: the Mormons can pull it off, I don't get why these.
3: Well, uh, okay,
1: it, 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 okay. okay. But if you are
3: doing door to door Catholicism and we had a gun and they didn't, okay, you're right. It's, it's a little bit okay, easier. Solar.
2: Solar. Yeah, yeah, hey, hey, is, yeah. threading them is a bit easier, but it seems a <laughs> little That's bit like things. like walking up to a house that doesn't use electricity and being like, "Hey, I can sell you some solar panels." <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's a little bit yeah. more like showing up to a house without electricity and say, "Now that I live here, I'm gonna put up solar panels,
4: <laughs> <laughs> and you're gonna pay for them." <laughs> and somebody says,
0: "We don't need those," and you said, "Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, we do.
1: We're right. gonna know. love it's like them. that. you are gonna like love that. them." Or I should say, "We're gonna
4: love."
2: Them. <laughs> yeah. So, do you want to read chapter 16? Yeah, we're gonna go straight into chapter 16, and we're gonna start at 16:1. Uh, now, Sarai Abram's wife, Sarai, they're missing a comma. Now, Sarai, Abram's wife, bare him no children. And she was a handmaid, an Egyptian. Wait, sorry, this is very confusing.
1: Maybe not his children. <laughs> not my baby. Ooh. Not my baby.
2: Okay, I'm just going to read it as it's written in this book. Uh, but King James, boy. Uh, now, Sarai, Abram's wife, Bear him no children. And she had an handmaid, an Egyptian whose name was Hagar. And Sarai said unto Abram, Behold now, the Lord hath restrained me from bearing. I pray thee, go in unto my maid. It may be that I may obtain children by her. Oh my God, here we go. Yep. And Abram hearkened to the voice of Sarai. And Sarai, Abram's wife, took Hagar, her maid the Egyptian, After Abram had dwelt ten years in the land of Canaan and gave her to her husband Abram to be his wife, and he went in unto Hagar, and she conceived. And when she saw that she had conceived, her mistress was despised in her eyes. And Sarai said unto Abram, My wrong be upon thee. I have given my maid into thy bosom. And when she saw that she had conceived, I was despised in her eyes. The Lord judged between me and thee. But Abram said unto Sarai, Behold, thy maid is in thy hand. Do to her as it pleaseth thee. And when Sarai dealt hardly with her, she fled from her face. And that's the last of that this this little section that we're going to read.
5: Ooh, Um, some drama.
0: Yeah, kind of stone cold of Abram to say, uh, you know, let's let uh, let's let you decide. (laughs) decide. Uh, No, no, no,
1: it's not my court. I ain't stepping on.
0: Yeah,
3: some uh, some household slave drama.
1: You know how it is when you're trying to, you know, conceive with a with a house slave. I mean, they always use, like, maid and servant in a lot of the newer translations. But from yeah. what I've been told, and I, I don't know this for sure, but from what I've been told, more, like, nine out of ten times, that is simply referring to a slave. Nothing more, nothing yeah, less.
3: Uh, Hagar is a slave. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hagar was taken from Egypt when he left with all of his goods. Abram
1: explicitly says...
0: Don't
2: bring God into this. She's your slave. You You're property. You figure it out. Is this is this saying that once H- Hagar conceived, she hated, she hated Sarai?
0: Yeah, she became like better than her. Yeah, she's like so
2: I could get wait, pregnant. But,
3: S- Sarai, Sarai <laughs> asked jealous him though, of the right? Conception of Hagar.
2: Some, she, sometimes I have issues with the pronouns in this. Yeah, but
5: Sarai
2: asked him. That is.
3: The drama of it. Doesn't mean she won't, can't be jealous. So So I literally said,
0: you know what, sleep with my, uh, my slave. I'll get pregnant. So Abram slept with the slave. The slave got pregnant and Sarai goes, that bitch. Yes. Yeah, this, this is a <laughs> like, nerve. This is
2: this is like your wife giving you a hall pass, and then when you take the hall pass, she's like, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> That's exactly what happened. S- Sarai got cucked. <laughs> <laughs> Sarai's not happy about it.
3: Yeah. Um, it's it's kind of just a ridiculous story. Sarai like says And now she has a slave, slave baby. I can't conceive. And then she gets
0: he okay. actually does
3: it, and she's like, God, I, can't "I can't blame her." Now she's like, oh,
1: now I gotta raise like a slave baby." Like you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, my my book actually specifically says then Sarai mistreated Hagar, so she
1: fled. <laughs> I like how they keep it as brief as that, and they don't describe probably all the horrible things that were done to that yeah. poor woman. I mean, S- to be fair, Sarai <laughs> not
3: only tells her husband, "Fuck our slave." Then gets upset, but she also beats the slave because
1: she's
0: upset. Mine literally says Sarai was abusive.
1: I love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like like I said, they're keeping it real short and sweet, but it probably chances are it was medieval. <laughs> it was
2: Yeah, I guess the, the King James version of it is pretty like it's pretty light. She's she dealt around she the book dealt hardly with her. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, yeah, like what with a brick? Like yeah, with you know, like,
2: it really goes to show how how beautiful you can be with language when discussing horrible things.
3: It's just awful. Like, yeah, Horrible. So some of the fun things in here, in reference to previous chapters, uh, obviously Sarai was already described as infertile a couple chapters ago, and, and she even um, accepted it. Yeah, and she was fine with it in uh, Genesis eleven thirty, but also. God's promise to Abraham in chapter 15 was that his descendants would be of his flesh. Mm -hmm. It did not say anything um, about Sarai's flesh. So Abram and Sarai found a perfectly reasonable loophole, basically. Uh, An Egyptian slave. Yeah, it didn't didn't necessarily require
1: Sarai to be involved. It was just Abram. It's Um, weird, too, because, wait, didn't she leave after she got her ass whooped? she does she dips out so so the child was never <laughs> never birthed the child
3: is birthed, and we'll get into that in the is second part of their ass <laughs> wait nine months. Yeah. If only we could read the we'll, next verse. There was nine <laughs> months. Do, do we want to go ahead and read the next what, one what, to get she the full her picture? Ass for nine yeah.
1: months, and then the baby was born, and then she kicked out. <laughs> so
3: the next part of this Desperate Housewives episode. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> this, week on,
1: this week on The Real Housewives of Jerusalem. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the angel of the Lord found Hagar near a spring in the desert. It was the spring that is beside the road to Shur. And he said, Hagar, servant of Sarai, where have you come from and where are you going?
4: Where have you come from? <laughs> God, I, am- I,
1: don't. Yeah,
3: that, I came so close to saying that just now. <laughs> I'm running away from my mistress, Sarai, she answered. Then the angel of the Lord told her, Go back to your mistress and submit to her. The angel added, I will so increase your descendants that they will be too numerous to count. The angel of the Lord also said to her, You are now with child, and you will have a son. You shall name him Ishmael, for the Lord has heard your misery. He will be a wild donkey of a man. His hand will be against everyone, and everyone's hand against him. And he will live in hostility toward all his brothers. She, she gave this name to the Lord who spoke to her. You are the God who sees me. For she said, I have now seen the one who sees me. That is why the well, card, the well called Beer Lahai Roy, it is still here, between Kadesh and Bered. So Hagar bore Abram a son, and Abram gave the name Ishmael to the son she had born. Abram was 86 years old when
0: Hagar bore, bore him Ishmael. Now, I would hate to make the Bible a competition, but I think Islam. the messages description of Ishmael is probably the best. <laughs> Because it says, God answered you. He'll be a bucking bronco of a man, a real fighter, (laughs) fighting and being fought, always stirring up trouble. (laughs) He's a cowboy. Yeah, he's a cowboy. (laughs) (laughs) A bucking bronco. Yeah,
3: so uh, Ishmael is the father of Islam.
1: Yeah, that's what yeah, this is the birth of Islam,
3: yeah. Yeah, that's where is that's where Islam and There's a comes lot from.
1: of foreshadowing and it, it is pretty anti Islamic, but it can be taken as very anti Islamic of uh he'll be a donkey's ass and he'll just be against everybody and like get
3: off your cable. <laughs> you get <good? laughs> Yeah, Ishmael is the father of Islam. Muhammad tracks his lineage back to Ishmael. Uh, and I'm thinking next episode we can read the Quran's version of this story. Because it's
1: very different. (laughs) I would love that. (laughs) Um, They dial that sexism from like a six to a nine. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, so... uh, Who is the
5: angel of the Lord?
1: The angel of the Lord is...
3: uh, It depends on what you're reading. I guess a Christian would probably say that it's uh, the Holy Spirit. Okay. Um, uh, A Jew would probably just say that it's like uh, the voice of God or an actual angel. Uh, I think in the Quran, it is an actual angel. Something so it kind there. of depends on what take. At this point in the Bible, in this is kind of where the Quran also has a say now, because this is where at least the lineage of Islam starts. So we we'll, might be talking more about the Quran as we go on.
0: It kind of feels like God was like really busy and he didn't have time to get over to uh, hagar and he just sent like one of his interns like Angel go deal with this go get her back. I, she I wasn't did, supposed to leave. I, I didn't realize Abram
3: was going to fuck a slave. Yeah. Just go talk to
4: her.
0: <laughs> yeah, go I, go fix this please. I, I made a promise about like
3: the flesh of Abram but I forgot to include Sarai. So <laughs> I, I gave Abraham, Abraham the
1: big fuck permit permission <laughs> but like he fucked a slave. <laughs> I just
3: just go tell her Not just she's a slave, but us. like a son
1: of Ham. <laughs> Like a daughter of yeah. Ham as well.
3: That's a good point.
1: Yeah, because this is a no-no race, according to the chapter we, we Chap- read Chap- earlier. Yep. This would be considered one of the uh, deplorable. This is what the
0: curse.
4: With a god big of no-no races. The <laughs> <laughs> the no-no
5: race. Return to your mistress, mistress. No and submit yourself to her authority. Hot. That's what ours says. Wow. There's some
3: kinky shit going on in this
1: house. Very PTSD. <laughs> yes.
2: The only other person that I've heard described as a a wild man, in kind of this region, was Enlil. Who oh yeah. I think he was described as like, like a a, a man that was like of nature. He was Crazy like somewhere between like I guess kind of like a demigod. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that relates to Ishmael, but a biblical era approach.
1: hillbilly. Yeah, <laughs>
4: yeah. I, <laughs> when, we, when we do
3: the Quran's version of this, which I think we should do, I'll figure out how much, how many people think this is an edited section because it is kind of like a bit of a derogatory take towards the father of Islam. Uh, but also, like this would have been an oral tradition well before Islam existed, so it yeah. might have already been in there. Um, it's a little. Is, so little is bizarre.
5: God also punishing Ishmael?
3: No, God also blesses Ishmael because he promises in chapter 15 that the sons of Abraham will be numerous.
2: But that right? that, that is kind of interesting. Let's keep in mind that all the books that we're reading were published after uh, Islam was already a thing.
3: Yeah, yeah. It is kind of – I yeah, I don't know if it's a later edit. Uh, I'll try to find out before we read the Quran version, but it does feel a little uh, – Slanderous, Slanderous, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, God's like warning on me, like, this is gonna be a a troubled child, it's not gonna be an easy kid. (laughs) Also, though, it could just be God
3: being like, uh, He's a bastard, son, so he's gonna be troubled.
5: Isn't that in a way, though, God punishing Ishmael?
3: Well, he's not necessarily punishing Ishmael, he might just be saying this is the person Ishmael's gonna be. He's kind of just saying he's gonna be rowdy, yeah. He might just be like predicting the future just so Hagar knows.
2: Yeah, but from from a literature point of view, it is derogatory for the the supreme being in the story, the tippy top person in the story. Yeah, the uh, the the chosen them. one. Yeah, that's true.
1: Getting told about this this uh, this anti chosen one, this one that is the opposite of chosen, this cursed one.
3: That Th- that actually um, that reminded me of a last point for this section, and then we can jump into the last chapter we're gonna do tonight. But. Um, This is the first time in the Bible that there's a literary trend throughout the rest of the the Old Testament where the youngest son is the chosen one. Yes. Uh, The youngest son will always be God's pick. Typically Um, speaking. And it's it's always like an underdog story. So this is kind of the first example of the oldest son is Ishmael, but he is not the father of eventually David.
1: Abraham would
2: be. Youngest brother, best brother.
3: Youngest brother, best brother. Hell yeah. yeah Two you point know, out. You know, Two parents I and their know. kid down
0: like, listen, we just wanted to tell you, we've been thinking of having another kid. He's like, please don't. No, you're going to ruin this all for me. <laughs> no
2: more. And when Abram was 90 years old, 90 years old and nine, the Lord appeared to Abram and said unto him, I am the almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. And I will make my covenant between me and thee, and will multiply thee exceedingly. And Abram fell on his face, and God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Neither shall thy name any more be called Abram, but thy name shall be Abraham. For a father of many nations have I made thee. And I will make thee exceeding fruitful. And I will make nations of thee. And kings shall come out of thee. And I will establish my covenant between me and thee and thy seed. After thee and their generations for an everlasting covenant. To be a God unto thee. And to thy seed after thee. And I will give unto thee and to thy seed after thee, the land wherein thou art a stranger, all the land of Canaan, for an everlasting possession, and I will be their God. And God said unto Abraham, Thou shalt keep my covenant therefore, thou and thy seed after thee in their generations. This is my covenant which ye shall keep, between me and you and thy seed after thee. Every man-child among you shall be circumcised, and ye shall circumcise the flesh of your foreskin, and it shall be a token of the covenant betwixt me and you. And he that is eight days old shall be circumcised among you, every man-child in your generations, be that is born in the house or bought with money of any stranger which is not of thy seed. He that is born in thy house and he that is bought with thy money must needs be circumcised. And my covenant shall be in your flesh for an everlasting covenant. And the un- and the uncircumcised man, child, whose flesh of his foreskin is not circumcised, that soul shall be cut off from his people. He hath broken my covenant.
1: Sorry, God.
4: Uh,
3: (laughs) (laughs) I like how God's biggest bargaining
1: chip is saying you're gonna fuck dude (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: Look I promise you you're gonna fuck
1: (laughs) Dog you get pussy left and right Stars that's how many broads you'll have illegitimate children with Like, 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 yeah, no, it's it's definitely that kind of narrative. But I want to point something out. You said um, all the people of his children and all the people he has paid for, like, bought that. That was repeated like three times. Yeah. Of like, yeah, every human property you've acquired. Basically, say
2: anyone in your house, as long as they are yours, they should be circumcised.
3: I just imagine a situation where he's like. It's like bro like you're gonna you're gonna fuck with my dick like can I like cut off a pinky like on my left hand like, yeah dude I'm just like that? why yeah, gotta, you gonna fuck drunk. with my dick dude like, Yeah,
1: dude, <laughs> you like an old man pinky, from like a maybe baby clip the, the village, ear or something like, I don't same, know you have to <laughs> circumcise <laughs> an old man cuz that's earlobes.
3: the law yeah <laughs> cut off the earlobes like that way people know like I don't want to wave my dick out to people also why you got to fuck with it like
2: and also I mean this <laughs> is this is another thing that we, we see real-world implications now from this text.
1: Definitely. Lots. All of the text we've read to,
2: has a lot of... This one especially, though, yeah. Well, I mean, this is one of the more physical, personal aspects of this text that has probably influenced people in this room and people that are listening. All right, everybody.
0: Let's see who's cut. <laughs>
2: wow. Put a poll up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, could boys. Could read that. the
1: Bible gets real this episode. Of
2: course, I can't. I can't account for how it is in other countries, but in the U.S., at least this process has been medica- majority, it's yeah. been medicalized, where it is no longer just a religious thing, as a covenant, but it's sup- it's supposedly to do with cleanliness. I was because
5: actually curious if there a is a correlation between the eight days mark in now today's medical time frame, because I know when they circumcise babies, they like to do it as soon as possible.
2: Is it supposed to be within eight days?
5: I don't know. There I'm is I'm kind of Jews. curious if it...
3: Jews do wait. Eight
1: they have a lot of things with oh, time, with really? life and death. Like, for instance, when you die, you must have the body within a grave within 48 hours. Yeah.
3: Or the Jews, hours. Jews do wait eight days to circumcise a baby.
5: Hmm. The more you know.
4: Yeah, I, really I like should it. have some my Jewish people. Even
1: longer to uh, name it. What? Yeah, that's yeah, that's a common practice. I forget the exact number, but they wait a while before naming a child to understand its personality. I think for like a couple months or so. It's a
5: fucking baby. That's what my what parents personality did. Personality they have. No, that's
1: what my parents did with me when they adopted me. They they waited about a month. Did or so Did you have a personality?
3: They, they were Noah? like, oh, I know his kids are gonna walk on it, walk in on him, just.
5: Fucking bathing away!
0: I just really like that the message. Instead of calling him an Almighty God, God says that He is strong. Yeah, I'm strong. He's like, look how ripped I am. God is chiseled. Like,
4: you They're, gonna
1: argue with this? There's a there's a weird thing though that I would say. Um, it, it's definitely a physical distinction between them and pagan. I mean, the New Testament talks more on this, but. um... I find it interesting though that it's every single male child you do such a traumatic act to every
2: single one of them.
5: So was it only for servants that were in the household?
2: Oh, they didn't have servants. Every I don't think. man child. Like every child that is a man. And if you buy it someone that's a man, you better like cut every, them too. Every yeah. male child.
1: It's
3: also this is this extends the covenant of God to adopted kids. So the idea is that if a, uh, like a, a child of God air quotes like someone who is a Jew adopt someone they are also within this covenant uh, assuming you circumcise them or they are circumcised uh, it, it basically allows for adoption and slaves to be included in the covenant the how inclusive of, of God it really is. Yeah, man. You get to God the gates of heaven and the angels like, all right, drop your pants, buddy. <laughs> like,
0: you got to check it out.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you got that clippy or what? <laughs> uh, the gates to heaven are just like a glory hole. <laughs> it's <like> an inspection. <laughs> all right, let's yeah, see f- first they see the
3: dick, and then they can just say no before seeing the face. <laughs> yeah. They're like, I don't even know. I don't even need to know what you did with your life. Yeah. You let's see the dick, skin,
1: buddy. Can you imagine if any of these religions had clitoral circumcision mandates? Well. Well, well <laughs> next week, y'all, we'll be getting into that. We'll getting... <laughs> yeah, not this book, but uh We're going to be getting into the religion of peace. <laughs> well, Wait, and what?
3: not uh the the Quran does not uh I'm pretty sure it does not call for it.
1: I just know that some a lot of the cultures yeah. that revolve around said religion yeah. uh yeah. practice that 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 um birth um yeah. ceremony I'm trying to word it as nicely as possible yeah. Cl- clitoral circumcision yeah. yep the snippy snippy it's a thing they do in the from what i understand the middle east africa and some parts of eastern europe yeah 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 we can it's like
2: a it's like a process of at least in some cultures both like, are
1: fucked up i mean uh, let's not cut off babies uh babies junk
2: yeah it's kind of interesting how like bait like child genital mutilation is Part of this religion,
1: yeah, it's yeah. the first sexual experience of every single male, and um, I've heard other people talk about it before, but I imagine as a religion, religion is prone to like try to breed control amongst its uh, you know, the people beneath said religion. I imagine that might have a sense of um, control, like it, it might uh, facilitate, uh, absolutely, facilitate oh, a power in the force. Trying to chew
0: Well
4: yeah,
1: no, if you just like have a sexual traumatic experience like really early on in life for every single male in your tribe, there might be a little bit easier to control. Yeah.
5: Well, I mean, eight days old is too early for a child to know.
2: Well this this one also said I think it said eight oh it said eight. Eight days. Eight so days. Okay, yeah. No, nah, but still even when
1: you remove a child from its mother, it fucks it up. Like like when you uh when you like a child that gets say kidnapped from a mom, that that still is gonna fuck up that kid, like yeah. developmentally.
2: Oh yeah, and I mean, I mean, for it, like a couple of, it's abso- years, yeah, yeah, like g- general. No, one's adopted, and look at him. Well, I mean, de- <laughs> yeah, he's his. pretty fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but ge-
1: ge- it definitely gen- has an <laughs> effect, like like when you get separated from uh, mother, because it's a blood thing. It, it's a it's a genetic thing.
2: Yeah, and also probably other stuff like the warmth. Uh, it, it's mother. body
5: on body, so probably
2: pheromones as well. Also, um, the gut flora, like when, when you it, when women have I mean children,
5: yeah. doctors do a mandatory skin on skin contact because it makes babies feel more comfortable.
4: Hmm.
5: So, and then also babies are all, they also can tell if a mother's holding them differently, or if if I don't know, I was adopted in the nineties. Some babies will freak out.
1: I was adopted in the nineties. I, I don't know. <laughs>
0: That yeah a tough, so uh gear for skin
3: on skin God orders for dicks to get
2: chopped
0: um, Wait okay so just one more
3: clarification on the circumcision thing so does that mean that anybody like like let's say you're like 30 and this mandate happens they're like all right like we gotta clip it they clip them
0: yep really yeah. yeah if you buy a, a slave who's like 80 or for some like reason you, you, gotta, you gotta snip that old man okay yeah. but what about somebody who's not a slave if you clip them
2: too? Yep. If they're going to be part they, of the covenant, they're yours. You're in your they household? They're yours, essentially. Either part yeah. of your family, <coughs> like, I, it, probably even including marrying in. As uh, the
1: man of the house, if they're um, in your home, man. like, yeah, yeah you gotta crazy. snip, snip. So if you were a Jewish man and I were to live here in this time period, you you would have to demand circumcision of everyone who lives here.
5: Are there, there certain exceptions for people?
3: I don't think they are based off of what we read. No, yeah.
2: It's,
3: uh, it seems like it's just every male. If you want to be a part of this prophecy. deal with God, you got a
2: club. And isn't yeah. it, it, it? I honestly do find it fascinating that it has been met- medicalized in, yeah. in the United States where we live because this almost, it almost reads like I, I don't know what the term is, but it's basically when you have an idea or, or a purpose that you already are trying to achieve and you look for evidence for it.
3: Pseudoscience.
2: Mm, I don't think I don't think that's the it's but but it basically this is this is before like the scientific method had ever come come out yeah um this is completely a religious act that happens yeah they've come well, up well I think with there were,
5: were enough dicks there. that had like narcropsy and doctors are like okay let's just cut this skin off it's useless anyways
3: well uh, it's not though uh,
1: yeah. I have a have theory of can design. I can I give my crackhead theory yeah go ahead. Um, my personal belief of it is the big part of it is to deprive sexual pleasure. Uh, that's the biggest part because a lot of Judaism and old school Eastern religion is all a lot about if it is, uh, self-actualization. And if you look at any form of self-actualization in the ancient world or the medieval world or the modern world it always revolves around profound abstinence from sex. Look at any Buddhist monk, look at any priest, look at anything like of, of that nature, any like mystic or anything like that. It's either extreme indulgence of sex or an extreme abstinence from it. And, the, and uh, by cutting off the foreskin, that makes orgasm a lot more harder to achieve. It makes uh, the pleasure immensely decrease. So by doing that to your whole population, you have a highly... Dense population of self, more self actualized men because all of their sexual energy is putting, being put forth towards building a nation, eradicating other populations, you know, things like that. Rather than so, sexual carnal. Exactly. exactly. Okay.
5: But when you have a child in today's times, it is ultimately up to what your parents decide if they want to circumcise or not. Mm
2: hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's usually recommended.
1: It's always pushed. Recommended recommended is a soft term. I would say it's even pushed.
2: There is certainly a certain amount of pressure that is put upon parents of male children. Like he might get AIDS if he doesn't. It something that is medically right to do. There's Uh, also. Imagine for a second like if. I mean that goes against
5: OSHA but.
2: Or you mean. uh, HIPAA? HIPAA. Yeah. Do- Doctors are allowed to recommend things. They recommend vaccines yeah, all the all time. time. Well, yeah,
5: but they can't force anything upon you. Know, you. No, they don't
2: force no, it, but they, they strongly encourage. The with, the, like, e- with the ethos that a medical authority has in our country, the when they make a recommendation, it holds much more weight than any other sort of recommendation.
1: Eight times the weight if it's over a child, like a little human. Yes. That's yours.
2: This is a medical OSHA, authority.
5: Because I signed OSHA paperwork today.
4: Oh, <laughs>
3: There's also a huge uh, aesthetic expectation. Yeah. Like, uh, culturally, uh, circumcised dick is what most people think of.
5: Yeah. And why, why aerodynamic aerodynamic? is True. Aerodynamic. True. Aerodynamic. Well, no, the... Why it is the why, better. why is that? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> Where does uncircumcised that call, cultural... penises kind of gross me out, but...
2: But is it because See? of... There but, you go. But yeah. is it because of your experience with uncircumcised penises? Or, I mean, experience with circumcised penises? Or... The, the it's vi-
5: just the extra the visual- skin
0: is just gross. But, is it but if that was the, the norm, exactly. like if you if, if clitoral if clitoral, is, uh, if
1: clitoral mutilation was the exact same rate, many guys would probably think the same thing too. That's, yeah,
3: exactly. Yeah, we would probably find pussies that don't have.
1: And then if it started becoming a thing in the Western world, more so, a lot it would of be like, "Wow, that's that disgusting! You are missing some of your with pussy."
5: Not visible clits, and I also not, think that's gross.
2: No, but not, not. <laughs> I also think that's gross. <laughs> not, not visible. Jackie's coming after
5: everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it just, just looks weird. Are it looks like a fucking Barbie doll. <laughs> but, but, but
2: you gotta ask ask yourself, why does it look weird? In your to, mind, to but, me, it just well, I know, looks but weird. Is, is it because of the world building that happens when you grow up as a child.
5: It's the same yeah. idea in my mind as like you if a fingernail down. was like coming off. How like that this is
2: normal. Normal. as a child. Alex?
3: <laughs> well, it's I not mean, stuff that you a remember. Great, a great that- example is like it like when you draw a dick on a whiteboard, it's an uncircumcised dick or it's yeah. a circumcised dick. In, what's yeah, in the why movie where it- that's from Drawing a dick on a lifeboard? Yeah, and then it's like uh, when you all, all the dicks that you. Oh, drag, that's from a uh, vandal. circumcised It's from
1: what? It was a Netflix thing called Vandal with Jimmy Tatro. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, 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 or yeah, yeah. I mean, but it. What, what, I'm, what I'm trying to get at is, there is a reason that we think that that is natural versus unnatural. Yeah. Where these days, a circumcised penis looks natural to you, and you got to ask yourself, why is that? When it is actually the opposite. Yeah, it's, it's uncircum- mutilated uncircum-
3: genitals. Yes.
2: Yeah.
5: I don't know, man. I'd rather have sex exactly. with a woman before having sex with a dude with an uncircumcised penis. That is yeah,
1: such that, a that,
5: flaming that's a hot take. hot is- oh, yeah. oh, yeah. take. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs>
3: Dang. Hey, man, I'm
2: proud of are lucky. But also, yeah, also, also Jackie, have you ever seen in, in, real, in real life an uncircumcised penis?
5: Yes. Hmm. And it was disgusting. Is
2: it sorry. because you had never seen one before?
5: no it's because it was just disgusting it just did not look right had
2: you ever seen one before that?
5: but to be fair it all penises right. just look gross penises do
3: look gross. Yeah. yeah penises are pretty weird they're
5: yeah. veiny Speak and they're saggy balls i underneath have it, a beautiful penis <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: I, glorious no i mean i i agree though i, I have an uncircumcised oh, dick and it looks like a sad elephant <laughs> 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 Like, when flaccid, it does look like an elephant, trunk, like, like, like a droopy elephant. Don't do that. Well,
3: uh, great conversation on <laughs> circumcision and the social <laughs> expectation to cut it off. Uh, no, I'm glad that you had uh, the take of... Uh, <clears throat> I like strong I was, opinions. Circumcised looks better. Just be, mainly so that Alex could express...
1: Hey, man, the Jews got that. something right. Well, I'm, just,
2: tra- I'm, I'm just trying to like make it clear that like we live in a society where circumcised penis is... Seen as above an un—I mean uh, an uncircumcised. Or no, okay, so if you had a choice
5: in in a in a room full of men right now, if you had a choice, uh, let's say like it wasn't a social expectation, but there was an option for it, you can either keep your uncircumcised penis or circumcise it. Wouldn't you rather circumcise?
2: I would rather go with the natural version. Um,
1: well, I'm it missing out on
3: your endings. Absolutely. Like I'm missing out uh, on nerve no, yeah, things that Noah has. Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: like, they- they cannot- uh, right. I can have pleasure that they will not experience because my parents decided to leave me a bastard pagan. Cause that's the thing too, it's like, in a sense, I don't think my parents did it- uh, like, I think they still got my brother circumcised. I don't know why they chose not to do me. I think it, it's fitting though, cause it's like, it's supposed to be of this holy thing, and it's like, come on, dude. Like, like, I, like...
2: Yeah. I, I'm just saying that there there are, like, villages in other places in the world, where there would be a group of men sitting around here talking about uh, uncircumcised vaginas that have not had the uh, that have so not had the out. clit clit removed, and they would be talking hey, about that uh, as ugly or undesirable. It's okay. Sorry, Essentially, forced, like...
1: Essentially, foreskin is uh, the male uh, clitoris.
5: I didn't mean to offend you. I'm
3: no, sorry. you're good.
1: I didn't get offended. <laughs>
3: yeah, no, it's just... it's We're biologically missing out on a lot of nerve endings that Noah's yeah. got. Yes, that, that, that is absolutely true. There's a lot of true. pleasure from sex that I don't get that him as... not like I don't know, to if, call Nick, you I don't know if Nick got
1: circumcised.
5: Welcome to being back. a woman.
3: Let's, uh, let's jump into the next section, and we can pick it back up on circumcision if there's still some spicy takes on it. Uh... God also said to Abraham, (laughs) (laughs) As for Sarai, your wife, you are no longer to call her Sarai. Her name will be Sarah. I will bless her and will surely give you a son by her. I will bless her so that she will be a mother of nations. Kings of peoples will come from her. Abraham fell face down. He laughed and said to himself, Will a son be born to a man a hundred years old? Will Sarah bear a child at the age of ninety? And Abraham said to God,
1: if only Ishmael, she is infertile. That's the, yeah, yeah. God's like, nope, I'm putting an egg in there. And Abraham <laughs> said to,
0: <laughs> God was the first Easter buddy.
4: <laughs> you can say that again.
0: And Abraham
3: said to God, if only Ishmael might live under your blessing. Then God said, yes, but your wife Sarah will bear you a son and you will call him Isaac. I will establish my covenant with him as an everlasting covenant from his descendants after him. And as for Ishmael, I have heard you. I will surely bless him. I will make him fruitful and will greatly increase his numbers. He will be the father of 12 rulers, and I will make him into a great nation. But my covenant I will establish with Isaac, whom Sarah will bear to you by this time next year. Wow, I... When he had finished speaking with Abram, God went up from him.
0: My, uh, my translation really uh, makes God talk more like a, a regular person. <laughs> because uh, over here where it says, Recovering, Abraham said to God, Oh, keep Ishmael alive and well before you. But God said, That's not what I mean. Your <laughs> wife, Sarah, will have a baby, a son. Name him Isaac. Parentheses laughter.
4: (laughs) He's like, that's not what I meant. Uh
3: (laughs) Yeah, so uh, God fulfills his promise for Ishmael to also get the perks of being a son of Abram, and he also makes Sarah no longer infertile.
5: Uh, At 90 years old. I don't know if I'd want to be pushing out babies at 90.
3: Probably already given up hope. Yeah. Seconds <laughs> <So, laughs> so of no
4: children
5: for me. Yeah. And that's how she dies of childbirth. Yeah, she does die next chapter. Does she? Childbirth. Does she really? No,
1: she doesn't. Oh. Ah uh, no, but her child couldn't talk after like age five. Like she <laughs> you know, like giving birth in ninety, dude.
3: <laughs> yeah, and then to
2: close out the chapter, Alex, you wanna take it home? Mm-hmm. And Abraham took Ishmael his son and all that were born in his house and all that were bought with his money, every male among the men of Abraham's house and circumcised the flesh of their foreskin in the selfsame day as God had said unto him. And Abraham was ninety years old and nine when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. And Ishmael his son was thirteen years old when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin in the self same day was abraham circumcised and ishmael his son and all the men of his house born in the house and bought with the money of the stranger were circumcised with him
0: and a little snip
4: party
2: yep Yes, it's yeah, it's, a, it's, party. it's, so we
1: it's call a snip those party bris,
2: gentlemen <laughs> Yeah, and I, I guess and there's they, probably they other things
1: after the snipping, which we're not going to mention on this podcast, but yeah, yeah, that's a brace. Isn't
2: it more how they do the snipping? S-
3: saliva heals wounds. It's a beautiful culture. Yes, virus.
2: but the saliva of the individual that has um, the wound. It's, it's a that's why animals lick their own wounds. The <laughs> old... I guess another way to, the, to look at this, at least what I was trying to bring it back to the modern day, is that even if you were medically circumcised in the eyes of the lord of this book you are still you have made your covenant with him yeah and this is a a covenant that you that you have made without your consent consent. yeah it's a mutilation it's
1: a heavy one too it's a mutilation sacrifice everyone looks at baptism like the end all be all to being a christian like oh i get dunked in a little bit of water but in truth yeah you get your dick cut as a well, as a as a sacrifice. It, it
3: seems more like it would at least seem logical if like you got if you got your dick cut at like
1: you know twenty or something like that. Or maybe twelve or, or, or something yeah, or something even. like well, that. Yeah. I
4: mean,
5: at ninety years old, you. Can't really feel anything, anyways. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's not
4: functional.
1: Grandpa will so... pop a Viagra, yeah, well, and you'll go, Wow. Well, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Abraham's yeah. fucking at this point. <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah, He's still gonna have another His recovery kid.
3: time needed to be a good turnaround. He was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, "Okay, look, God, I'll cut my dick off, but you did just tell me my wife is fertile again."
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look,
3: can you like, I don't know, speed up the healing or something? Because like, you said you're, you're talking about me having all these kids and stuff, and I'm a little bit more interested in that right now. <laughs> let's, let,
2: let's. We should also let you know that. uh Earlier in this book, we find out that the age range of people is a lot longer than it oh, okay. now. Yeah, like, people, living, li- people like live, at this point, at this point, I think people are living to, like, over 200 years old.
5: Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, okay.
2: So, I, I think
3: the last young guy was, like, 400. So, yeah, Abraham, yeah, so he's Abraham, in Abraham, Abraham, he's
2: Abraham in his prime. Yeah, Abraham at 99 is probably middle-aged. Yeah, he's maybe like a little, 30. maybe, like, in
1: his 30s. Yeah, 30.
5: Mm-hmm. Well, that changes things a little bit. He's ready to book. So, He's a great
3: fox. What's His the deal on that God's actually being the case or not? <laughs> what's that? What's the deal on that actually being the case or not? People living to 400 in biblical times.
1: Uh, we don't know. Yeah. I, um, I have a theory, if anyone wants to hear it. Yeah, go for it. Um, well, back in these barbaric days, there are certain practices that, went, that were a common house thing that are not today, one of which would be, I don't know, like blood ceremonies where you consume blood of young things and and the, all different kinds of mysticism who knows for that reason they may have lived a lot longer it's been speculated that such kinds of rituals do lend to a longer lifespan uh, also no pollution no no fluoride and water no no uh you know no 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 crap that we deal with today no, no, none out. of the uh, none reference. of the shit we've lived through, like none of the same conditions, completely yeah. different. So, know, for all we know, maybe they did. For all we know, Who one
2: knows? one other idea that I've heard recently is that I was speaking to a man named Pommy Singh, and he told me that uh, to go back to the Adam and Eve story, that before Eve took the bite of the apple and shared it with Adam, the Adam and Eve were surviving in there based upon the sun alone as a nutrient source and, and as an energy source and when Eve took the apple that the snake offered um, and Adam also ate it they disrupted the relationship between a, uh, a, a person getting energy from the sun and so it seems like according to that logic after all of these generations you would slowly live long uh, shorter and shorter lives as you get farther away from the original source which in this paradigm would be the sun.
1: That makes sense to me. Like Adam and Eve lived to like maybe like I don't know, like 5000 years and then every generation is just shorter, 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 shorter. Mm-hmm. So I got
3: ch- I got three scholarly answers for you. Not to say those aren't uh, that yeah. Just an idea. Three yeah. uh, hypotheticals that are presented frequently. Uh the first one is that based off of the timeline that happens in the Old Testament, there is a certain amount of time that passes like around 6000 years. So with the names that they had they they divided uh they they just kind of attached date uh, ages that added up to the right date at the end of the book uh second one is it was a different calendar system so years were not the same. Uh, <laughs> right. they I were, hate, I yeah, hate that wrong. explanation. Well, they were right. using a lunar calendar. Yeah, uh, and they were used. And like we, Islam still uses a lunar calendar for their uh, for their holidays. So at the time, they were not using the same calendar that we were using, and there were multiple up to six or seven different calendars. Well, that were. Why do you years. not like
2: that explanation? Because I feel like that doesn't explain how long they lived. Even a lunar calendar would not.
4: Well, your year is
2: different. Your your year is 12, 12 times shorter. Yeah. Okay, but then why would why would the years be getting shorter and shorter?
3: Well, there's multiple different iterations of lunar calendars.
2: So you're saying throughout the last chapters that we've read, they've changed the calendars they're using.
3: I mean, very yeah, uh, very likely.
2: They're figuring out time, man. Yeah. I, I I don't know. That just doesn't seem like the right explanation to me. But I have no like more evidence beyond that.
4: Yeah, I, um, well, it's, yeah, none it of them seems, are full explanation explanations. From, from a
2: literature point of view, that would be inconsistent without telling the audience. Sure,
3: yeah, that, that's more of like a, like a, I guess, yeah, a scholarly historical answer as to why this book has those ages. Sure. Uh, why these people thought that these other
2: people were that old.
3: Okay. Uh, but that would also one, be an
2: apologist way of explaining away how yeah. our understanding of people is that we live long today. Yeah. People before lived short lives.
3: No, they lived like a similar life.
2: It was just they recorded it (laughs) different.
3: I get circum. Well,
2: would you? I already am, but but I get circumcised for five hundred years. Okay, but what if you get to the first hundred and you're like, damn, you're really old already. (laughs) I have seen enough of life. I'm done. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, if if there's a moral in this, I guess do not have do not have children with your servant. And if you do, snip their dick.
1: Yep. (laughs) Yep. It's the only way. Yep. (laughs) Problem solved. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So, uh, Lord.
3: Next episode, I'm thinking if I am feeling like it, uh, we're gonna do the Quran's uh, surah on Ibrahim, which is you guessed it, Abraham. Uh, I didn't guess that. Don't speak for me. And it's just their chapter on Abraham. It's a different story if you could guess it. Believe okay. it or not.
2: And we can compare and contrast.
3: Yeah. Contrasting I know this is the boys read the Bible, but uh, at this point there's three religions that are working with this book, so let's. I figure let's look at the third book.
2: Yeah, we've yeah. Already, we've already read a few. Complete other the trilogy, things. yeah. Like uh, Gilgamesh, we didn't get into Herodotus, yet, uh, Last last episode because I looked at the section on Babylon and it was enormous and kind of unnecessary. Yeah. Um, but if you do like kind of wordy histories, check out the histories
3: (laughs) if you like wordy (laughs) histories
2: yeah so um
3: that's uh that's it amen Amen. see you guys next episode amen
0: hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter